Hey everyone, I'm Amanda. Welcome to Village Church Q&A. I'm here with Pastor Michael today. Today. And we are answering the question, why are prosperity preachers and the gift of healing almost always connected? Have you ever watched a healing service? I have. <clears throat> How does that make you feel? I've been to one. Well, oh, I have? actually have oh, been to me. I've been to one of the the prophetic mm -hmm. um like you're going to get married. I sense that you're single. Yeah. But it's coming. I've been to one of those before. Yeah. Did it? And reaching play out your out? I don't know because it was the You're like, like well, I'm married. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't me, but I, but I never went back to that church again. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. <laughs> That's I, okay. I have been to multiple, multiple healing services. Really? I have uh so this is a funny story. Uh I am an atrocious singer. The worst. You have said this before, it's, and I kind of feel like we need to hear it. <laughs> another podcast it, okay it's bad anyways even my wife she's so she's nice and she's like no it's not good it's a problem right <laughs> so what i used to do is i i would lead worship and i would train worship teams and whatnot and uh, so when i lead worship i would always make sure i had a singer with me and then i would do the introductions and i play guitar and then i would lip sync all the singing uh, and then, but I would never lead a song vocally. I would always do all mm -hmm. the teaching and whatnot. Yeah. So one day, um, and I was, so as the nineties go, okay. And early two thousands, I was a pretty decent worship leader. Right. Uh, and so this guy, his, his name is John and, uh, John laid hands on my throat and prayed for healing. No, I was like, I was like, doggone it. If you can, if you can heal this, I'm all in. Like I thought he was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, but I'm like, listen, I am, I am oh, ready. So it was that bad. It was not good. So to this day though, I look back at that because if I could even sing a little, I would never have taught God's word ever. Mm. I would have gone solely into worship ministry. That was it. And that was not what the Lord wanted. So yeah. it was an interesting way for him to kind of focus my energies, if you will. Okay. And uh, so anyways, I've, I've had a lot of experience with uh, healers and healing ministry with really kind of on the extreme side of it and the not so extreme side of it. So even as I, even as I talk about this, like names and faces of people that I know are going through mm -hmm. kind of my head. So this isn't like a, like some disconnected guy who, um, and again, so we've already done a, an episode on healing and we, we did an episode on apostleship. And I think those are worth listening to to get your head around this. But one of the things that I talked about in the episode on healing is that uh, the gift of healing was, seems to be reserved for apostles uh, to validate their ministry as an apostle, along with signs, wonders, miracles, etc. And uh, these, this ability for a person to reverse the laws of the universe almost at will mm -hmm. was reserved for the apostolic office. So uh, a very natural response. Um, it's almost like the gut response is this. So you don't believe in healing. You don't believe God heals. And I'm like, it's almost like aggressive almost every time. And I'm like, listen, even though he didn't heal my voice <laughs> in that moment, right? Our God heals, can heal. There's nothing he can't do. And there, there are times when people pray and God intervenes, but yeah. the gift of healing, uh, it, the ability to go lay hands and heal somebody mm -hmm. is very different than somebody praying and God healing. And mm -hmm. statistically, the more you pray, 
the more likely it is that you're going to see God heal. And it's not person specific where it's Correct. like, oh, this is the person that heals me. And I come to see this person right. because every time they pray, right. this happens. Right. It's, it's, uh, and, and again, sometimes a person can see multiple people heal, but that doesn't mean they have the gift of, of healing mm -hmm. per se. So, um, I believe God heals. I believe he intervenes. I believe we should pray for healing. Uh, I'm not against any of that. I think that is biblical and right and true and good. So just take that off, off the table. Um, but the question here, which is, I think it's important because it's nuanced. It's mm. why are prosperity preachers and the gift of healing almost always connected? Mm. Okay. So there are multiple documentaries that have been made basically validating that so many of these guys are just shysters. Um, people who peddle the gospel for money, they go all the way back to the first century. I mean, the apostle Paul uh, is constantly dealing with these people who are using the gospel to make a lot of money. Uh, there's a very common condition, in, which is that humans are easily exploited for money by spiritual authorities. Mm. So uh, just knowing this, that it is not uncommon that if you go, especially to poorer communities mm. uh, and you peddle a prosperity gospel, you will get more money out of poorer communities than you will richer communities. It's an interesting dynamic, which yeah. is why prosperity preachers focus the vast majority of their energy on poor communities, mm. because what do they want? They want to get out of poverty. Yep. And so what the prosperity preacher does is that he gives them a pathway out of poverty, which is I am called and blessed by God give me your money and God will heal you or get you out of prosperity or poverty or, and so it's like a, it's like gambling. It's like, well, if I do this, then you give me this, it's, it's quantifiable. And unfortunately God doesn't work that way. Right. So what happens is you have a bunch of really poor people who get more broke because they're giving their first fruits or their best of their money to the swindler. Who's usually flying a jet or something crazy. Mm -hmm. um, and unfortunately these guys represent all of us but they're not of us. Mm. They're liars and they're swindlers and they're shysters. The gospel, whenever it is connected to prosperity, does not go well. Um, the gospel is not a means for someone to get rich. Yeah. And God never promises, um, if you follow me, you will be happy, healthy, and wealthy. Comfortable. Right. Yeah. Jesus actually has something to say about that. Right. If you follow me, you might also die. It's going to be really hard. You know, it's going to be hard. I tell my kids, just expect yeah. life to be hard. Totally. And particularly if you're going to be faithful to Jesus. Mm, exactly. The, if you're going to take the narrow road, it's yeah. going to be hard. So prosperity preachers conveniently forget about some of these texts, but prosperity preachers don't want your soul to be made right with God. They want money. Mm. And that's why we have to pay very close attention. Like there's, there's a church, uh, I'll say within a 50 mile radius of us here. And when you go to their services, they typically have two to four offerings per service. Oh, wow. Right. And because at, it's like, you've seen something now respond. Well, it is a, it's a, an emotionally manipulative tactic because they will sing a song mm. and take an offering because you're more likely to respond financially mm. when you are spiritually sensitive, then they'll mm. teach and they'll take an offering, then they'll do communion and then take it off. So this mm. is a manipulative tactic, right? That works. So, Unfortunately, we are all very susceptible to it. And we see this because it's a global phenomenon. Now, um, why is the prosperity gospel connected to the gift of healing? Because the gift of healing um, implies, if you say you have it, that you have unique spiritual authority. 
that if you can heal, then you can also make somebody prosperous or get the money. Like you have this ability given to you by God to make things happen, if you will. So it communicates spiritual authority. Um, and it's honestly, by and large, in the prosperity movement, a scam to get people money, which is why they use it. Right. Or you feel like, oh, they just healed that person. I want to support this. I want to support this ministry. Right. I want that to keep going. Unf I want people to yeah. be happy and Unfortunately, not sick. time and time and time again, um, most of those people are plants. They're not actually real. Or, and this is what's really, I think, frustrating. Um, you can't prove any of the healing. When Jesus healed, everybody was like, oh. when the apostles healed, they were like reversal of the laws of the universe. I mean, they didn't say it like that, but like, like unnatural things are happening. And things these were people happen. in my town that right. I knew it wasn't like mega church. Correct. It was like, who is that person? It was like, yep. these are people. That beggar was there when I was four years old. I'm 50. He's still there. And now the guy can walk. Yes. His legs were the size of my thumb and yeah. now he actually has muscle tissue he can he can walk yeah. no that guy was blind no that's my brother no that's yeah. my cousin i've right. known him my whole life we fed him like there right. there was nothing there he was deaf he didn't have an arm the guy was dead yeah i mean we're talking legit reversals and it's interesting that prosperity preachers they don't reverse the laws of the universe they stage things that you can't prove mm. um and, and and even if some of the people aren't staged, we still can't measurably validate 99.9% .9 of the things they're doing. One of the, if you come to Village Church long enough, you're going to hear me probably rant a handful of times a year at prosperity preachers because they're up to no good. They take people's money. They exploit the poor. They exploit mm. brokenness, and they only make things worse. Mm. And uh, I just don't have a lot of patience for that because... This is just not the way Jesus shepherds us. Um, so uh, if you want more on like healing and apostleship and all that, I would say go back to the um, episodes on, on that. But um, the reason it's connected, by the way, is because it's the fastest way to exploit people for money and falsely validate your faux spiritual authority. So, Yeah, I think that's super helpful just for us to know and not to be you know, sucked in totally. to those holes and understand exactly what's going on. Yep. So thank you for yep. that answer. Can I say one more thing? Yes. If a church has a healing night, go to it. If a guy wants to pray for your healing, go to it. Go if to there's it. a healing crusade, that's different. That is different. Than a prosperity preacher peddling faux authority and manipulation to get your money. That's a good clarification. Right. I just want to say that out loud. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Michael, for that great explanation. Next time we're going to be answering the question, why should I get baptized if it's not required for salvation? 